to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by two very special guests, Andrew and Drew, from Rooster Teeth's The Most podcast for Jim Henson's Labyrinth, the adventure game, a tabletop RPG based on the magical world of Jim Henson's Labyrinth, published by River Horse Games. question, what if Sarah asked the helping hands to go up rather than down? Have you ever wanted to shape a world with your mind like Jareth? Have you ever wondered how you would have fared in this dangerous yet exciting world of the labyrinth? Well, Jim Henson's Labyrinth the Adventure Game allows you to answer these questions with the help of your friends and a couple of dice. You can find out more information about Jim Henson's Labyrinth the Adventure Game and other River Horse Games products on their website. That's riverhorse.eu. I'll add links to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. This episode's special guests are Andrew Rojas and Drew Saplin from Rooster Teeth's The Most, a podcast where the hosts discover more about their friends by asking them the most questions. You can check out previous episodes of The Most podcast on roosterteeth.com and follow them on Twitter at TheMostCast for latest updates on the show. So here's how Jim Henson's Labyrinth the Adventure Game works. Whenever a character tries something which has a chance of failure, they must make a test by rolling a d6. Before the roll, the Goblin King, i.e. me, decides how difficult the test is by choosing a number between two and six, with two being a piece of cake and six being impossible. If the rolled result is equal to or higher than the difficulty number chosen, that character has succeeded at the test. Otherwise, they have failed. So whilst this is a very straightforward mechanic, I'm going to be honest, I definitely got this wrong for the first part of this one shot. I usually run a lot of RPGs which uses a very similar mechanic of rolling equal to or under the difficulty number. So it was a tad frustrating when I realised, but hey-ho, these things happen. And now we know. So apologies for that in advance. The other thing to note is that we play a very condensed version of Labyrinth the Adventure Game, due to having our guests only for an hour. But I think you do get the main gist of what the game is like. There is essentially five different chapters featuring individual bits from the film, from the stone walls all the way up to the Goblin Castle. The RPG itself contains a hundred different scenes which you and your players can jump into and enjoy. I'm gonna say, I really love this RPG. It's so easy to start up with, easy to play, when you remember the right mechanic, of course. And also it's an incredibly beautiful book with gorgeous illustrations. I highly recommend it if you're looking for something a little bit different for your RPG nights. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players, and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rule wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's play... Jim Henson's Labyrinth the Adventure Game.
So hello, my name is Fiona and this is the What Am I Rolling podcast, a twice monthly RPG one-shot podcast. I have two very special guests here today. Uh, guests, would you like to introduce yourselves and say which uh, podcast you guys are from? Hello, I'm Drew Saplin and I co-host a show called The Most with this other dude. Who are you? I am the other dude, uh, Andrew Rosas, uh, who also is a co-host of said show called The Most. Uh, it's a uh, podcast available only on one place, uh, roosterteeth.com. That's where Drew and I both work. We work for Rooster Teeth. And uh, it's soon to be coming out in audio format, which is why we're taking this lovely podcast tour uh, around the globe now. We're now like... Yeah, we're now, now international. We're now we're international. Yes. International. Done yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, stamp the most passport right now. We've done it. Um, London, done. Yeah, <laughs> clink. Uh, yeah, so we host a show called The Most, and it's a show where we have guests on and ask them questions that have the most in them somewhere. So like, oh, what's the most lost you've ever been? Or what's the most delicious meal you've ever eaten? It's just a like thought starter podcast to just have, have conversations, let people tell stories about you know, the most extreme experiences they've had. Uh, and it's a fun time. So uh, yeah, we're on a podcast tour, now internationally, now uh, global trotting just a couple of meadowlark lemons right here uh, uh you know battling the generals of uh podcast mediocrity mm-hmm, that's what we're mm-hmm, out that's mm-hmm. what we're out doing thank you for having us i really really appreciate uh no y'all worries. having us on no worries so just before we start so just for the podcast really what is your rpg or role-playing experience between you both slim to none right excellent <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I've only ever played. I've only ever played uh, RPG like um, tabletop RPGs virtually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and usually everybody has their camera off. So, I'm excited to try it today um, with everybody's camera on and much simpler. It seems much more streamlined than in previous iterations. So, I'm excited to to see uh, what what comes of it. Mm, indeed. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, if you could gauge my level of experience with if this were like a video game, whatever is below novice, like whatever like the training sim is <laughs> yeah. that like teaches you the tutorial. mechanics tutorial. of the game. The tutorial. Yeah, I'm tutorial. That's that's my level uh, of uh, if, if you're a tutorial, then I am your younger brother with an unplugged controller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, heartbreaking. Sad. Heartbreaking. But you think you're doing all the moves. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully you'll get a chance to do this actually, Drew, and not, not, not have Andrew do everything for you. But yeah, yeah do not worry. RPGs are for everyone, and it is always different levels of access to it. And that's why I thought today we'll have a, let's say, this first hour or so into Jim Henson's The Labyrinth RPG. So this is based on uh, the actual 80s movie, and it's produced by a gaming company called Riverhorse Games. Mm. And essentially, and you've already made your characters, which we'll introduce them in a second, but just for the listeners at home, the main dice mechanic is simply this. Whenever there is a problem and one of you or both of you wish to solve it in some way and the outcome is in is unpredictable, I say in quotation marks, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily going to guarantee to succeed. Uh, you will roll a D6, which is just a six-sided die. I, as these, uh, uh, I think it's like the goblin master or the goblin king who runs this uh, this maze, makes it a, sort of a difficulty level. So two is really easy. Yeah, you got to do lots of hand gestures for this. With the, right. with the, I, need, yes. I, need my, I need my crystal balls. The baby Sarah, the baby Sarah. <laughs> That's exactly. just, I'm going to be saying that exactly. this whole time. Yeah. Perfect. No, I'm, I'm all for that. Especially. I wish I'd dressed up, but of course it's an audio <laughs> podcast. So just imagine that I'm just wearing very tight lycra, everybody. That's how <laughs> we're going to go with it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so a difficulty of, of two is very, very easy. All the way up to six was nearly impossible. Your teammate can help you to lower the difficulty by one. So if one of you is in trouble and the other person comes to help, if the difficulty gets three, they will lower it to two. 
and so on and so forth. Mm. If the difficulty is ever lowered to just one, you will automatically succeed because, you know, it's so easy. You guys can do it. And that's pretty much it. What we're going to do, we're just going to go through it. Essentially, there is five chapters in the original sort of labyrinth. You go all the way from Stonewalls all the way to the Goblin Kingdom, essentially. But we won't probably have time to do that. So we'll just, we'll just have a wander around the labyrinth itself. So now that we've got all that out of the way, why don't mm-hmm. we introduce our characters? So you guys very kindly uh, rolled up some characters or, or divvied up some characters. So who would like to go first and introduce their character for this one shot? I'll go. go yes. Uh, I'm a horned beast named Tubbs, and uh, my powers are lifting and pushing, and I'm very blunt, and I can control water. Excellent. So Tubbs, the horned beast, who can Tubbs with a Z, water. please. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah. I'll just get that in. Yeah, just, the just, Z makes it cool. Exactly. Z-T-U-B-S. That's how you spell Tubbs. Z-T-U-B-S. Oh, so not... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And so what was your so what was your talents again? Just so I've got them? Uh lifting and pushing. Lifting and pushing. And what was your weakness there? Sorry. I'm blunt. Was blunt correct? Was blunt, blunt is one what of them? it is. That's what it okay, is. So, yeah, so your mm. your your strength is your lifting and pushing, but your flaw is that you are blunt. So that is good to know. Thank you very much. Andrew, what is your creature that you're bringing to us today? Okay, I think so. We're essentially the same character. We chose we chose the exact same things. Um, Great. We didn't talk to each other before this either. We did, absolutely did not. Uh, so the the similarities between Drew and I uh, continue unabated. Um, yep. <laughs> so I am also a horned beast with mm-hmm. uh, lifting and pushing. Yeah, uh, very good. My flaw, though, however, is I'm overconfident. Uh, overconfident many a hernia have i have i pulled by being too overconfident with my lifting and pushing abilities and my name my name is jeff but spelled spelled g-e-o-p-h oh a p-h of course exactly yes jeff most uncommon spelling of it i could possibly muster i love it and what uh control object do you have so obviously tubs has lifting water you have a choice between treasure glass Plants, rocks, furniture, and water. Uh, I'm going to do rocks. Rocks. Excellent. Rocks. With an X. With an X. Tubbs. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> got to right. get it right. i got to make sure I got it right. Hubs yeah. and Jeff sounds like a great buddy cop show. I, I would watch that Netflix show for sure. Every week, something is jumped with a car. Like every yeah, week, uh-huh. we, every, we leave something with a motorcycle or a car. So many alleys with empty cardboard boxes that we bust through. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. us. That's our adventures. Hubs and Jeff. And the only other thing to notice about Horned Beasts is that they are very big, if you remember from the actual film, they are huge, much bigger than Sarah, the protagonist. So Ludo, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, essentially imagine you two are sort of these very big creatures. Thank God there's nothing too small in the labyrinth, eh? <laughs> well, Sarah, that's like all I mean. Exactly. Well, why don't you describe each of your characters? What do they look like? Are they similar? Because uh, obviously they're similar sizes, but are they similar colored fur? Are they, is there one's got one horn? What do they look like? I've got one miss. I've got one horn that's got like a bite taken out of it. Oh, uh, and a and a weird little uh, uh, mohawk shaved in the middle of my head. Perfect. I have two horns. Oh, and my fur is blue. My fur is blue. Look very much like uh, 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 Sullivan from uh, yeah. from Monsters Inc. <laughs> Perfect. In my mind, I'm treading very close to copyright infringement. If you. <laughs> My mind is definitely going to get a strike. I'm getting a cease and desist Sorry, in my the, mind the, right the now. The game is called Labyrinth Adventure Game, so <laughs> I think we're okay. We're okay? Okay, we're okay, cool. Good, 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 good. If you can imagine uh, Sully from Monsters, Inc., you got it. That's, that's, my, that's my creature uh, in, in my mind's eye. 
Perfect. Perfect. So the final thing we have to do before we sort of begin is, so you two are our friends. I'll say that now before before we go into any sort Very of good. combat. Very so good. We only have an hour, but you have been brought together because the Goblin King, the person who runs this world, has taken something from you, and you your the mission essentially is that you have to go get it back from the Goblin Kingdom in the center mm-hmm. of the labyrinth. So, what do you think it is that the Goblin King has taken from you that you have to retrieve? Oh, and it can be anything, absolutely anything. I, I mean, can it be our podcast? <laughs> absolutely, there, there it is. is. Tubbs and Jeff's podcast has been yeah, taken. That's right. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I love it. What's your podcast called then? Uh, um, Goblin Kingdom today. Andrew, do better. Andrew, you're the title guy. Do better. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna, uh, I was gonna call it Fur Trap because we're both, uh, we're both, trap. Uh, yeah, because uh, we're both furry uh, beasts. Fur trap. And that's we can today. say you're, you're in the. That's where we can say to our guest, you're in the trap. Welcome to the tra- oh yeah, you yeah. love that. And I love saying that. <laughs> Back in the trap. Yep. All right. So the the fur trap has been taken from you. You maybe noticed one day you're looking on your Apple Podcast Connect and say, wait, it's gone from our account. And you notice that as a new name has come <gasps> underneath that is the Goblin King has taken it from you. And so you know you have to go and request an audience with the Goblin King way into the, the Citadel, essentially. Mm-hmm. So with all that out of the way, you start uh, on the outskirts of the labyrinth. Let me get up. I love this as well. So in almost RPGs, you get a little bit of flavor text to start with. And, you know, sometimes it's you know, very descriptive stuff. This one just starts with dawn. The labyrinth, <laughs> <laughs> the labyrinth is spread out before you, crawling over the hills surrounding the Goblin King's castle. Descending the slope, you are confronted by a wall beyond which the labyrinth's thirst ring, the maze of stone corridors you glimpsed from the hilltop. A square stone-lined pond filled with brackish water lies nearby. From what you can see, there is no opening or gates and no footprints on the sandy earth. And as you two sort of slowly get closer and closer, you hear two voices calling out to you. One says, hey, 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 come here, come here. This is, this is the way into the labyrinth. And you turn to see a small dwarf, sort of with a big nose and sort of breeches with sort of um, braces and stuff. It's like, here, here, this, this is the way in. And on the other side, you hear, no, no, that's not the way. <laughs> this is the way. In. And just like yourselves, you see another horned beast standing again in front of another door. So we're sort of one off to your right with the dwarf beckoning you in. And there's one off to the left with a, a horned beast beckoning you in. It's both telling you to go into different doors. And mm. in between them, there is this sort of blackish pond. What would you like to do? I mean, I, I feel like we should go to the one go to the one with the the horned beasts maybe i feel like so uh because of my uh uh you know very dinosaur like brain uh, i feel like that is my also my inclination just to go to go to members of my kind to uh, innately trust members of my kind but we but are then, on an adventure then, huh yeah but then the other part of me is very skeptical that like oh. this is a ma- this is a magic labyrinth this this very well might be uh, an illusion or a trap <laughs> could be some sort of goblin king uh uh he's he's known for his uh, deceitfulness and trickery yes, and uh, moving the labyrinth around mm-hmm. uh to keep it from our goal and it seems like this uh this beast that looks like us might be a, a mirage might be an illusion mm-hmm. uh, i think you're right to get us to trust our our, our uh, uh preternatural uh, desire to be with our own kind so i would say 
I'm going to go over to Hoggle, the little dwarf. I'm going to go to the right, to the to the uh, Hoggle yeah, the dwarf. To, to I, the, I call him dwarf. Hoggle. That's his, na- that's his name in the movie. That's but, his name uh, in the yeah. movie, yeah. No, so I guess you approach it and he goes, come, come, come. My name is Glom and this oh, is my good. door. Yes, yes. If you go through my door, you will do you will do the smart thing. And then from across the way, no, no, don't go through that door. No, you got to do the wise thing. Come through my door says the other horned beast. Oh. I, st- I, I think we go dwarf. I think it's dwarf all the way. I'm, I'm now, you've convinced me. There's no, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm now bought into it. Also, I kind of just want to play in the black water, but. Uh, <laughs> you most certainly can do if you want to. <laughs> the water, as you look at the water, it is sort of like, it is very still like a pond, essentially. There's no, no sort of movement at all in it. It's about maybe an inch or so sort of thing. You can see the bottom of it. That's mosquito heaven, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to get, I don't yeah, want to get definitely a few flies and stuff. Maybe a yeah. couple of fairies oh. as well, sort of pondering around the top. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say, Andrew? Should we go the dwarf route with, Let's I'm go, sorry, what, what was the dwarf's name again? What well, can I ask your name again, sir? Uh, Glom. Glom is my name. Glom. Yes, yes. The smart thing is to come through my door. Yes, yes, yes. I forget that I'm blunt. Uh, I should have just said, give me your name. Oh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And then the horn beast just sits back down. It's like, oh. Oh, I don't know. Now now I'm having second thoughts. The 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 sadness, uh, uh, the sadness in the horn beast voice. Ooh. Again, this could also be this could also be a, a, a bug zapper. We could be walking right into a... T- yeah, into- we're walking into a bug zapper. We should... Uh- <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Let's let's go towards the door. I I feel like the counterintuitive uh, counterintuitive is always the way to go, especially when dealing with the Goblin King. Turn into the skid. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go with Glom. Excellent. Excellent. Come in. Come in. Come in. And sort of he opens off, and the, uh, his door you can see is sort of old wood and rusty metal. And he's like, yes, yes. You go through this door, all the puzzles will be much easier. Yes, yes. You want to add, don't you? Yes, yes, yes. Come in. And he opens the door, and you can see it's actually it's like six feet, seven feet tall. So you're able to sort of squeeze in. And he says, good luck in the labyrinth. Have fun. Have fun. And uh, but behind you, he's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh. And the door sort of like. Shots behind you. <laughs> so I'll make a note that you chose Glom's door. Okay, good to know. So you've passed sort of the first test. You're now inside the labyrinth. I would like one of you to roll me a D6. Okay, I can do that. Please. And tell me what number you get. Two. Excellent. So as you sort of make your way through the labyrinth, you've not been part of the labyrinth before but you know certainly from the outer walls it is a long stretch of corridor and you eventually sort of find yourself sort of going in and out until you find sort of an intersection of various different passages in the center of this intersection there is a stone obelisk uh, it's about seven feet tall and there are six sort of stone hands pointing out every side of it pointing to a different direction there are paving stones near it which are heavily scored as if something heavily has been repeatedly dragged around uh, so on the stores in front of you. Can someone else roll me 2d6 for me? I will do that. Uh, I've got a 2 and a 1. Oh, interesting. Okay, so one of the hands is pointing straight down in front of it, and on the paving stone there, there is a potion with a little label on it, and the label in very cursive handwriting says goblin form on it, just there, pointing out. And the other hands are all pointing off in different directions, and each sort of hand connects to another uh, passageway in the labyrinth. What would you like to do? Drink the potion. Who, who's drinking what potion? I'm drinking the potion. <laughs> All right. 
I'm very blunt. I'm trying. I'm trying to get up, up into this character. I'm, I'm working. I, I, by the time the thing's over, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fair. So you rush ahead. You sort of your big hand sort of picks it up, pops it open, and you drink. And as you start <laughs> to drink it, you feel you're sort of self-changing and, and sort of fizzing almost. And your friend can see as you sort of, sort of uh, yes, Jeff, the PH, you can see in uh, tubs <laughs> with a Z, slowly yeah. but surely minimizing down into the form. Oh, of no, goblin. no, oh, no. Just oh, for, <laughs> goblins, just for the sake of it. So they come in all shapes and sizes, uh, but this one's quite small, as I've just discussed. They all swear allegiance to the Goblin King, and most would never oppose him. So technically, mm. you have the guise of a goblin now, even though you still retain all of your sort of stats and, and traits as a as a horned beast. So it's oh. good to know that you are currently in disguise as a goblin. Just mm. hello, I'm the little goblin boy. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? You look great. Great. Yeah, you're uh, 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 you're you're not as uh, furry. Uh, you're a lot more slimy, a lot more reptilian. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that cod piece uh, is looking great. You're, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really something else. So yeah, I I think this is a, I think this is a I'm gonna look at look on this as a positive development. I think we can figure it out. And now yeah. as you look up at the obelisk itself, there's sort of hand that was pointing down to it turns up into a thumbs up essentially as in correct. <laughs> you now have a potion. And then it goes, oh, as you've drunk it, and goes, oh well. And sort of eh. gives an, an, an I love I love this uh, I love this hand emoji sign that we yeah. have. This is giving all the like, yeah, <laughs> giving the like, you know, right on, a <laughs> okay. And you can see, like again, the other hands are still pointed to different directions of the uh, of the passageways and stuff. Mm-hmm. So indicating possibly that there are other potions to be found. But again, as you sort of maybe have a look around to see like round thing, it, you sort of lose the track of it. But actually as maybe uh, yourself, uh, Jeff of PH, leaning against the obelisk, you can see the hands starting to move around and twist so that almost like they are homing in on various mm. different potions. We should take the obelisk with us. You should just carry it on your back. You're, you're strong, you can lift and push. I'm also very overconfident. So this like seems, seems this seems like something that uh, I, I want to at least try. Absolutely. I, I, I'm uh, I'm you know uh, lift first, ask questions later, sort of uh, uh, <laughs> sort of beast. So yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna carry this up. Give me this obelisk. Brilliant. Uh, so can you uh, Jeff of PH roll me a d6? The difficulty for this is a five because it's quite heavy. But you you can lift and push things. It's now down to a four. So you have to get four or lower. One. Oh, success indeed. So you start pushing it. Uh, can uh, Tubbs? Can you roll me another d6 for me, please? Sure. One. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so you start pushing it in a direction where you think, and it's sort of in and out and stuff. And maybe Tubbs, because you're a little bit smaller now, you're sort of more directing mm-hmm. Jeff for mm-hmm. PH, just making sure you can get through the things. And as you're doing it, <sighs> it is making a lot of noise, like a whole bunch of like all the way through and you can see the scourges on the sort of on the paving stuff you're like oh it's because other people have pushed this obelisk before and as you're making this noise through the through the sort of uh, labyrinth you lose an hour or so and you see all the eye lighting so sort of looking around and watching you leave and there's some worms as well looking out of the little howdy horse mm-hmm. and hiding back but you end up in what can only be described as a system so you manage to get sort of down some stairs like the obelisk sort of like down the stairs, <laughs> and like, oh no, into a dark catacomb. And up ahead, you can hear the sound of water dripping into a pool. And you can see this whole, this huge system with a vaulted roof supported by uh, stone arches rising from the surface. And mm. apart from the steady dripping, everything else is silent. In the center, there is a small rowboat floating around in the water 
holding a figure. But more importantly, the hand on the obelisk is pointing down at something else. Can someone roll me 2d6 for me, please? Four and a three. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this one is pointing down, and for a second you see a little, a, a teeny tiny beaker which sort of shimmers, and then there's two of them, and there's back to one, and then there's a little uh, note on it again with that same cursive that says "clone self" on it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm drinking that. And this, I'm drinking that one this time. You got <laughs> you the first bottle. This round's on me. Okay. All right. So suddenly, Jeff of PH, you sort of take it out, and you can feel your sort of almost your very atoms are starting to split and then split again, and something like, woof, there is now mm-hmm. two Jeffs of PH. I will say the second Jeff of PH doesn't look as handsome and doesn't look as well. uh, sort of with it. Definitely sort of more of a sort of like, is there maybe with like buttons for eyes, that sort of like, and sort of wanders <laughs> around doing stuff. So you might need to direct them <laughs> to see what they do. Sure. It's a real multiplicity situation. The copies mm. of the copies are, are a little bit uh, uh, not all there. Exactly. And again, you see from the obelisk, so sort the of hand pointing down turns up into a thumbs up. And then, and then like another thumb comes up. So like two thumbs up to show that you've got this closed hey, cell. Hey, hey, <laughs> but yes, the, in, the, in the center though, I, I'll get to this one. Uh, you can see in this rowboat, there actually is a, a human there. And it's very rare to see humans in the in the labyrinth. And you can see she's sort of scourging around in the water, like still having it. And she has on her shoulder a black cat and a black hat. The whole works, essentially. And she looks like she's searching for something in the water, like very panically, sort of like... Ah, ah, ah. But again, the water isn't that, that high itself. Maybe, maybe you dip a toe in or so, and it comes up to maybe a foot, which is okay on, uh, on Jeff of PH. But tubs of a Z, uh, it's coming up to sort of waist level on you just mm. now. What would you like to do? Tell dumb Jeff to, to help her look, would you? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> it starts to wander in, and so the, the lady, sort of uh, the sort of human uh, woman, look, what's up? Oh, oh, no, back, back, you foul beast. And she starts like throwing various uh, things out of the out of the robot. The cat sort of like hisses and stuff and jumps onto, onto <gasps> Big Jeff, starts clawing at his skin. Um, what would you guys like to do? Um, <laughs> He's your clone, you deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm truly. Uh, I did. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, you always think it's going to be uh, peaches and cream when you go out a clone, but uh, these, this, there is, there's, this is the, these are the drawbacks. This is the dark yep. side. Yep. Um, well, I'm going to. I'm going to get dumb Jeff uh, with a PH. I'm going to get him to come back. Uh, I'm going to like you bring. But hey, don't don't scare the lady. Come on, uh, come come back over here to, uh, and and we can explain ourselves. All right, roll for me a d6. The difficulty for this is a three because he can hear you, but he is currently uh, struggling with a very frightened cat yes, in he, his he is, face. He, he is becatted. He, is, he has been becatted. Okay. Uh, I probably should have asked if they even needed help. That probably should have been step yeah. one instead of just sending a giant dumb beast to start yeah. helping. It's sending essentially a boulder with arms out yeah. like towards someone in a, in let, a, in let a tiny robot. Let me help you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be afraid! <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh exactly. my God! Yeah. Uh, I just roll. I did two. A two, our success then, yeah. So uh, uh, fake Jeff with PH does hear you and sort of manages to sort of do that very comical sort of cat rip off of the face and the cat sort of spitting and hissing and, and it gently <laughs> yeah. puts it down, tries to put it down underwater, goes, oh no, probably bad idea. And then sort of gives yeah. it back to the woman and sort of backs off. And the, the lady sort of says, oh, are you stuck down here too in the labyrinth? I've been trying to get out for so long, but oh, that Goblin King, he stole my broom from me. I don't know what to do. Hmm. 
Well, in order, uh, I, I would say, uh, and uh, very dangerously treading on some different uh, uh, litigious IP, uh, would you like to join us on our uh, quest up a, a, a not yellow brick road in order to uh, retrieve the thing that was taken from <laughs> taken Give from us you? your boat. Yeah, let's uh, let's. Why don't you join us on our quest? We're also looking for something. We had a mildly entertaining podcast that was taken from us. Wait, wait, you're you're, you're the fur trap, aren't you? I, yeah. Oh my god, that's my number one podcast. Oh, <gasps> my, my, I'm your number one fan. My name is Pleasance the Witch. Of, of course, I will join you on your quest. But um, it's, it's very tricky. We need to get out of the system. Like, I don't know the way back from here. And you can see in the system itself, like there is water, but you can see there are little bubbles coming up beneath the rowboat where it is. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I want to send dumb Jeff. You know what? No, I'm overconfident. <laughs> dumb Jeff, take five. Okay. I am going to dunk my head into the cistern and see where those bubbles are coming from. Maybe there's some sort of drain or plug or something. Can uh, I just want to see what's going on. You're there. probably going to die. <laughs> yeah so uh so jeff you sort of put your head under the water and you can see there is a seal just underneath <gasps> and the water itself is clean but the darkness in the system makes it very dirty and you can see it is like a circular stone preventing the water from draining there is a handle but you think it might not be able to be pulled unless there's a severe strength behind it hmm. use two jeff yeah it's it, this is this double jeff time double jeopardy yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> christ <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So the difficulty of this is six, but because you have fake Jeff helping you, it's down to a five. You also have heavy lifting as a, as your strength. So that goes down oh, to I can, four. I could help too. Yeah. So yeah. So what, what are you doing to help then, Tubbs? Uh, cheering them on, even though lifting and pushing is something I'm good at. I, I, I would like to hear an example of you uh, cheering them on just so I can decide as the goblin. You guys king. don't suck that bad. Perfect. <laughs> so that's now down to a three. So you need to get three. Uh, or, or less. Uh, no, three or more. Sorry, I've done this wrong this whole time. Three or more in order to succeed. Three or more. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Sorry. I'll double check that. I'm just happy that we don't suck that bad. Uh, I'm just blunt. having. It's, it's, very I'm, trying blunt. All these, I'm trying to be very blunt. Yeah. It's, it's doing really well. Yeah. Good. The, this, this is the kind of cheer. This is the kind of tough love that, <laughs> yeah. uh, that we need. All right. Five. Five. Yeah, that must be that must be right. It must be higher. So that's why I got it wrong. But yes, so you succeed. So you and Fake Jeff sort of and that little help from Tubbs just showing it. You don't suck so much. You got this. And as you sort of say that, Tubbs, as well, you can feel actually your body starts to change again. And suddenly woof, you now return back to your normal form of the horned beast. And as you do so, that sort of sudden sort of woof of energy essentially, you just hear a click as a plug essentially is pulled. <laughs> and suddenly Pleasant's like, oh no, oh no. And the whole uh, water starts to swish and swirl around and goes down the cistern. Uh, can one of you roll me a d6 for me, please? I'll do it. Two. Interesting. Okay, so this time you sort of shot out one edge of the uh, sort of of the of the maze, like it almost like a, a secret door just opens and you sort of all splatter to the other side and sort of all land in a, a sort of wet heap with all the water sort of draining away and a rowboat on top of you all. But uh, Pleasance is still there, the witch. <laughs> oh, the indignity. Oh, the indignity yeah, of you're, being you're all spat sort of on a all... slide <laughs> yeah, and then a rowboat all... landing on you. Yeah, it's all like, oh, it's all good. And then, poof, on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And as you sort of get up and sort of shake yourselves off, um, with fake Jeff there as well, who's sort of like just, again, sort of sopping wet until you maybe like dig him in the ribs and he goes, oh, and starts to like wring himself out. Sure. Um, you can see that around you, there are broken branches and twigs, moss, 
uh, leaves littering the passageway. And as you start to pick your way through them, you come up towards a, a very dense sort of solid interwoven wall of all these sticks and, and twigs and leaves sealing off this side of the passage. Uh, you would all recognize this as a very big nest, which is about, I'd say, six feet, seven feet tall, like sort of blocking off this passageway. Big bird? Pheasants are like, oh, we must be careful. There are definitely, there are definitely birds in the, that will put their nests in the walls here. It'd be terribly frightful if, if one of them is here. Yeah, and I, I will eat one of those eggs. If there's an egg in that nest, <laughs> I, I am, I'm gulping that thing down. So you can't trust me around eggs. So uh, I'm also a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous for what's for what's ahead. You're, you're all getting a bit peckish by this point because you've you've mm. traveled, you've you've pushed that obelisk quite far. You've you know you picked a door and you've gone down the system. It's, it's definitely lunchtime by this point. Mm-hmm. You can see that you, you can't necessarily see through the nest at all, but you can definitely see there is a way of above it and over the top of it, so to speak. Oh, okay. And mm. I've still I've still got the obelisk, correct? I'm still I'm still w- uh, schlepping uh, that across the uh, I, I would say you didn't. I I, <laughs> okay. I assumed you, you you were messing around with the cistern, like with the plug and stuff. I assume it's, it's back. Been left behind. Yeah. I, it's- it's yeah, it's jammed. It's stuck. Oh it's yeah, stuck, it's stuck like, in behind you, so you can't go back up. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. what's happened. Unfortunately, that's it. <laughs> uh, all those hands just uh, grabbed the edge of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Um, what would you like to do? We should stack the witch lady on top of both of our shoulders and throw her. So over. she can get a peek. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more than happy to, for sure. Um, you, if you start to sort of climb up, you can see who's who's, who's climbing on who. Um, <laughs> du- uh, pl- uh, uh, Pleasance the Witch is climbing on top of Dumb Jeff. Right. Uh, the base. Dumb Jeff is the base. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's got, he's got a low center of gravity. Um, <laughs> wait, and then, and then are you two just standing back, leaving the NPCs to succeed in your adventure for you? Or are you doing uh, something? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm taking a very, uh, a supervisory role in this. Right. I have a, I, you know, I'm, I'm a project manager. <laughs> Uh, which goes with overconfidence. I feel like that's a very overconfident, uh, overconfidence is a big trait for a project manager. <laughs> so uh, I'll get on yeah. dumb Jeff's shoulders and then okay. we can see, if we not only can see into the nest, but also really far as well, probably beyond exactly the nest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So wait, are you, so you're getting on, uh, on, on fake Jeff's shoulders and then Pleasance? Cause I'm going to be honest. Pleasance that's right. Is, okay. She's, <laughs> she's like, oh, she's no. not sandwiched in the middle by any means. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> So she's she's just flat at this point now. So okay, yeah. so uh, Tub, so you get on top of uh, of fake Jeff. Uh, make for me just a d6 roll. The difficulty here is three. Okay, four. Four. You succeed. So you uh, can see that from this point, you've made it quite far into the stone walls, but yet so far away to the Goblin Castle and to the uh, Goblin Kingdom as such. But you can see actually into this nest, and there are. Uh, how many how many eggs are in there? Oh, there are six eggs in here, and they're all different, <gasps> beautiful colours and stuff. But also in the distance, you can see uh, sort of stalking towards you over the walls of the labyrinth this huge bird, which you recognise as a stilt bird. Imagine like an ostrich with legs that bend backwards, sort of like that backwards knee essentially, and it's sort of coming towards you, and it sort of notices that you are near its nest, so it's starting to speed up. What would you like to do? I'd like to grab four eggs and uh, and get oh, to clear the nest. <laughs> okay, um, so that's going to be a difficulty of five. Okay. Um, but you've got your lifting stuff, so you can definitely take. Uh, you can, I would say that it's four. So you need to get four or more. Is there anything you're doing to help Jeff with PH? Uh, I would really, I would really like to. Uh, if you don't help, I'm eating your egg. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Here's here's here here's the plan. Mm-hmm. I want I need you need to lateral these eggs down to me. That way we clear the nest. So I will I will catch them. Toss them down to me, there and I go. will catch the eggs. You promise not to eat my egg. I promise nothing, but <laughs> I will try to catch these eggs. Listen. Fine. Uh, it's a risk yeah. I'm willing to take. Of course. Okay. There's some real Jim Henson nightmarish stilt bird coming at us. That's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So you need to get a three or higher to succeed, Tubbs. Oh, I got a three. Three. <gasps> just about do it. So yeah, you, you're sort of, you use your big arms to scoop up these different eggs. You get one that's like a greeny color, one that's a bluey color, sort of a yellow with pink spots on, and then finally like a red color. And you pull that out, you see this bird stalking towards you, sort of like, ah, ah, ah. and you manage to get down and you give them Give a couple of them to Jeff. Pleasance has one, and then you're like, "Now what?" And and uh, <laughs> cheese Pleasance, it. <laughs> Pleasance is like, "Yeah, run!" So you sort of run back the way you came. Uh, can one of you make me a D6 roll? I will. Two. Two. Oh, excellent. As you're starting to rush through the uh, labyrinth, again, the, the, you're twisting away, but you can hear uh-huh. this bird ever present behind you. Uh, oh my god, I got a six. Uh, <laughs> we're dead me oh we're dead yeah jeff with a ph um first of all you realize fake jeff is not with you uh he's left oh, behind no. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all the egg you are holding sort of uh one of the eggs will say the the blue one uh starts to hatch uh <gasps> in front of you but as you sort of turn around the next corner you see this passageway is littered full of fuses and kegs of gunpowder and sticks of dynamite there is a crew of five goblins sort of scurrying about tossing explosives to one another and attaching them to the walls and floor and all of them are carrying lit torches what are you guys going to do mm. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to th- I'd like to throw the baby bird into that mix and then uh, cheese it down a different corridor. Andrew, what do you want to do? Interesting. I I want to. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that uh, this 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 baby hatchling. I feel like this thing is about to imprint on me. The second it hatches, it's going to see me and think I'm its mother. Oh, that might not be a bad idea to have around uh, as a defense mechanism. Correct. So mm. what I what what I would like to do is I'd like to. Uh, uh, get one of these uh, uh, kegs of gunpowder okay. uh, with a with a fuse, <laughs> yes, and uh, and give a give a nice uh, you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop back deep and I'm gonna give this thing a nice a nice spiral at this uh, at this bird that's chasing us. Okay, oh, so yeah. the bird behind you, mother bird. The, okay, the, the mama bird. I'm gonna yeah, exactly. Okay. Go long. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you can see there are all different sorts of things. There are these things like you recognize called poppers, which are like marble size explosives that you can throw. But the one you're looking for definitely is a boomer, huge barrel of gunpowder that goes off of a big sort of mushroom cloud of green smoke you've seen before and sort of things. So you rush mm-hmm. ahead, you see the goblins sort of like, eh, what are you doing? No, 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 no. And then then they see the bird behind you go, oh, no, 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 no. And start <laughs> taking it in the other direction away from you. So yeah. easily you can get up to this to, the, to this barrel and you start to look and you can see it's just like stalking around this corner and you can see it almost like a Godzilla style, this huge bird with like purple and blue plumage. It's like, ah! seeing all these <laughs> eggs that you're all still holding. So if you're throwing a, a boomer barrel at them, uh, it's going to be a five a difficulty. Uh, you're good at heavy lifting, so I think you'll be able to lift it. So that is a uh-huh. four. What are you doing, Tubbs, to help with this, if anything? Mm, I'll help. Uh, um, I'll help by <laughs> holding your eggs. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're yeah. help, helping. Thank you. Uh, you're so generous. So how selfless of you. Absolutely. So that is uh, three, on the, on the, uh, three or more on the dice, please. Six. 
oh my goodness amazing <laughs> so wow. just like just like every american football sort of replay <laughs> you sort of line up roll up and then you sort of just let it fly i've seen so much american football as you can see yeah, uh, very very <laughs> clearly i'm you know, you've painted a real picture there <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of turns around and you can just see this bird opening its mouth and it just goes shung, like stuck in as a plug and you can just see the fuse sort of and the eyes go yeah. <laughs> and then we do a cut away from the labyrinth and you just see her <laughs> a, a green mushroom cloud just appears up in the slow I'm gonna, distance. I'm going to need some feathers slowly drifting <laughs> toward the ground. Just absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And as as you're holding these uh, these other eggs tubs, you can feel another one starting to hatch now. So that's two out of the four eggs starting to hatch around you. My lunch. <laughs> What do you want to do now? So you can see the passageway carries on. You can see where the goblins have sort of dropped all their torches and stuff. There's other explosives nearby. And we're obviously back the way you came, where the, the nest was. Mm. What would you like to do? Hmm. I'd like to take a handful of those poppers mm. and... Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, that's what they're called. And go to, and go uh, to a disco? Yep. Go to a disco. Um, <laughs> go to a disco <laughs> I, I hear it's yeah at the Goblin ca- uh, Castle, so it's fine. Mm, <laughs> uh, now we're talking. The, go- the Goblin Castle is my favorite uh, disco. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'd like to uh, I'd like to put two of these little birds down and let them walk on their own if they're hatching. Oh, just let God. them. Let- <laughs> What do you think I was going to say? I, I, I said, I'm going to put these birds down. Let them follow behind me. But then I also, so the third thing I'd like to do is eat one of those eggs before another sure. one hatches. E- easy enough. Like, I guess you let the two uh, sort of eggs out and they sort of roll. Uh, so the bluey and the, and the green one oh, sort of break open and these birds start to get up. They're about three feet tall. So that as tall as Pleasance, who's been very quiet through this whole exchange. Very. Just murdered a bird in front of her. <laughs> and these two other things. And they sort of like mama that sort of thing looking to both of you and as as Tubbs goes to break open another one and start scooping out the insides just to eat <laughs> mama <laughs> it's like horror in their face as you see mm-hmm. that <laughs> what would you like to do <laughs> i offer the other egg to jeff uh and uh, as i am as i am consuming this egg i am petting the other two birds in the head going shh shh it's <laughs> gonna be all right <laughs> you're gonna have to roll for that my friend oh you're <laughs> so, absolutely right i'll have to roll good so night that, that, that's a five um do you have anything that can help with this <laughs> that's all mm. uh i guess you're overconfident <laughs> so. i'm overconfident and you know what they say well no they say with animals and beasts especially beasts of burden uh that like you need the right amount of confidence to approach them and ride them and tame them, but not too much confidence because that overconfidence equals disrespect yeah. and disrespect gets you hurt. So I don't know. I don't know that my overconfidence helps me in this. I think that's if fine. anything, it's, if it's, I think if anything, it hurts me. It uh, hurts you. That's fine. We'll, we'll still keep it at five. So that's all right. We'll keep it at so. five. Okay. So five I've got to be more. five or more. Woo. Here we go. Good luck. Two. Oh, <laughs> no. So as you're like there, there, you can just hit that you hear sort of hissing. And as you look, these birds get bigger and bigger and start to like, 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 um, they, the hackles come off and they start like, ah! like, and they start to try and attack you, forcing you to run uh, away from them essentially and not to go back. Uh, can someone Worth give it. me a final roll of the I dice gotcha. and see where you end up? One, Christ. A one. Oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> so you, you are, you are just a, 
like barreling through like pleasance is like sort of behind you with, with the cats sort of like looking back and you mm. enter sort of almost like a, a courtyard and the doors behind you shut and in front of you are two strange guards barring the way to an ornate door in the wall and each guard holds a shield in front of them with a head protruding from the top and from the bottom they're like ah travelers welcome welcome you must answer our riddle to get through the door the other one says if you answer rightly the door will lead to the castle at the center of the labyrinth if not the other one says it will lead to certain death and all the heads go in a very (laughs) comical way as if they practice this for many many times (laughs) (laughs) this is the moment we've all been training for uh oh man i hate when that doom is certain i'd accept i'd accept a chance of doom but certain doom certain doom forget it Um, only only if you get it wrong but it's all right we have we have a riddle for you are you ready are you ready sure (sighs) yeah Okay, and so they, they, they all clear their throats like, <laughs> and they say, whoever makes it, tells it not. Whoever takes it, knows it not. Whoever knows it, wants it not. What are we? So that is, whoever makes it, tells it not. Whoever takes it, knows it not. And whoever knows it, wants it not. And this is where the crux of all RPGs comes down to where people go, no! <laughs> Dead air. Uh, just, <laughs> whoever... Makes God. it, whoever makes it, it, whoever whoever makes it doesn't doesn't Tells say it. it. Mm-hmm. Whoever, what's the next part? Whoever takes it knows it not, and whoever knows it wants it not. A cold, cold. Mm-hmm. And so they all sort of chitter and say, uh, "Hold on, is, uh, is that your uh, final answer?" No. <laughs> what about you? What about you, the other horned beast? Mm. Makes it tells it. makes it tells it not. Well, then one of them goes, "Wait, wait! You went through the you went through the door with the dwarf, didn't you?" Oh, yes, the puzzle door. Ah, it's mm. a whisper. They go, "Okay, okay, a clue, a clue." <gasps> oh, a clue. Yes. Oh, okay, a clue, a clue. It's not a cold, but it is something that you use regularly in the real world. Mm. Almost Ooh. every day, in fact. Almost every day. A sandwich. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's not my final answer either. whoever knows yeah. it wants it not yeah <laughs> everybody wants a sandwich and I, I i often take a sandwich but know it not i i uh, often <laughs> eat a sandwich uh, completely blindfolded yeah uh, uh makes it oh oh i got it uh is it a bed a bed a bed no it's not a bed it's not a bed unfortunately is unfortunately it- hmm Time? I feel like it's so conceptually. Is it some weird conceptual like time? Uh, very good. We do have another riddle for time, but we didn't use it that t- this time. So no, not this one. But if you if you come through again, maybe we'll use it and we'll let you through. No. <laughs> so we blew it. I feel like we are, we're, yeah, we're doomed. We're going to certain doom. Well, this is the thing. You can push past the guards to. Oh be yeah, better. we're big and heavy. We we oh, should combo yeah. and just we should combo yeah. and just obliterate these doors. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? So what, what are you going to do? Are you planning to just like push them out the way and go through the door? Yeah, one side yeah. red. That's what I'm like, yeah. All right. So it's a difficulty of four because they're, they're, they are quite weedy guards, but you're both very good at pushing and lifting and helping each other. So it goes down to two easily enough. So I'd actually, I'd say even one at that point. So yeah, you easily just go, <laughs> and they sort of all spin off the sides and you, you open the doors and continue on the labyrinth. And you just from behind you, you just hear someone, Counterfeit money. That was the answer. Counterfeit ah. money. <laughs> From behind. <laughs> Counterfeit money. 
Whoever makes it tells it not. Whoever takes it knows it not. And whoever knows it wants it not. Oh, Hard very one. good. Yeah. Hard one. And as you sort of rush off into the labyrinth, you've come over several other obstacles. You go to the hedge maze and you deal with other uh, other bits of problems there. You also go into the land of Yore where there are dueling knights and stuff. You make your way to the Goblin City and all the way up to the castle. But unfortunately, we have run out of time. So no! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> we'll never know what happened to Tubbs and Jeff of a PH and their oh. podcast and their wonderful friend, uh, Pleasance the Witch, to find her. Oh. Maybe another time, but that's just a quick taster of the Labyrinth RPG. So there you wow. go. That was so well done. That was, that was just tremendous. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah it's it's a the nice most... little dip into things. And yeah, like, you, like we were saying before, just something very quick, easy, and just helps you get into, into RPGs. So easily easily the most fun I've had doing uh, RPGs oh. thus far. Yeah. So without congratulations. Question. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, great, yeah. great. I'll put that on the CV. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess just to just finish off the recording, where can we find the most podcast? Where can we see it? You know, just where are all the details for it? Um, well, we are soon to be available on your, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts sometime in October. I think it's going mm -hmm. to be uh, early, mid October is when we'll, we'll debut there and we'll have links to all that on our Twitter account, which you can follow at the most cast. Um, so follow us there at the most cast. Uh, you can also follow me on my uh, personal Twitter at Mr. Andrew Rosas, MR Andrew Rosas. I'm at Drew Saplin, my whole name. And if you want to watch, there are already episodes of the most. We've been doing this show for almost a year. So if you want to get on roosterteeth.com, they're available there to watch and enjoy. They're an hour long and we always run up right to it. So a uh, pretty fun time with random guests throughout the world. So. Brilliant. And, and my name is Fiona. I run the What Am I Rolling podcast, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. We do all sorts of different RPGs, not just Dungeons and Dragons, stuff like this, like the Labyrinth RPG, Rye River Horse Games. Uh, we've done stuff like Warhammer Roleplay Fantasy, which is uh, incredibly scary with lots of stats. That's why we didn't do it this time. Uh, <laughs> and all sorts of different things. So thank you so much. And you can find that on the What Am I Rolling website, which is the www.wairpodcast.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were Andrew Rojas and Drew Saplin from Rooster The Most. You can check out previous episodes of The Most on roosterteeth.com and follow them on Twitter at TheMostCast for latest updates on the show. This episode's RPG was Jim Henson's Labyrinth the Adventure Game, a tabletop RPG based on the magical world of Jim Henson's Labyrinth, published by Riverhorse Games. You can find out more information about Riverhorse Games and their other products on their website. That's riverhorse.eu. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WAIR underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply.